Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Duck. One Duck. Am I doing it correctly? I love. I love. <laughs> like honestly, like when you guys do it, it makes me so happy. It makes me feel like like Forenses right here. Um, it's your girl BD and Forens, the fiance is on a hiatus. So today we have another special guest. It's me. It is. She's been so supportive of the podcast. Like honestly, like. It just made sense to have her here. Like, I feel like I'm a big stan. Honestly, like you recommended so many documentaries <laughs> to us to even watch and cover. And like, honestly, best vibes, best vibes. Thank you so much. She is- so, hi guys, it's me. My name is Ugo, and I'm so excited to be on here. So, honestly, welcome. Thank She's you. She's also a clink clink babe. And Absolutely. You know, you know that's a bit of us. Name brands. You know that's you know? a bit of us. Cheeky brunch. You know, it's all in the vibes. We are drinking. And we're drinking the Yellowtail Jammy Rosé Rue. And guys, let me tell you about this. I think please, this please could, do. This could surpass the the pink Moscato. This really could surpass it. The flavors, I think the body, so. everything when when it's chilled. Because I feel like yeah. it's like a mix between the pink Moscato and you know the the red one, the Jammy Red Rue one. Yeah, mm. it's like it has the depth of flavor yeah. as the as the and red. You know what? I normally sweet. don't like red wine. Same. But I love their Jammy same. Rue. So Thank you. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah, so we're on we're on the same page because I. I'm not really a red red wine kind of babe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a new thing for but me. But it's, it's light. Yeah. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's not too heavy. So best vibes. This one I recommend. I've been enjoying it the last. A hundred percent. Should we drank it? I drank it in one other episode, so it's <laughs> it's not going away. Okay, so today we are covering a Channel 4 documentary called Dating App Horrors, The Untold Story. It's another, I think this is like the second Channel 4 documentary in a row that we're doing. They're not paying us, but it's wherever, yeah. Literally, it's about dating apps. Literally dating horrors, dating apps. I was quite surprised, actually. I thought this was going to be a British documentary Same, so it's because quite it's on int- channel four right it's on channel four so mm-hmm. it's quite interesting to see kind of what is going on over there yeah literally because so. it, it and also not to be that person but like obviously because it wasn't british i was like oh, okay like maybe it's not so bad here like maybe it's unlikely to happen here you know like oh maybe i'm a little bit more safe because it's not because, here mm, it's in the mm. america you know but anyway we'll, we'll get into it we sure will we'll get into the meat um, of this. before we do trigger warning violence mm-hmm. sexual assault mm-hmm. i know that some people listen to the podcast and they don't like the scary ones this is a scary one so you know now is your chance to back out re-listen to something cute and fluffy and then come back next week um but yeah it's, it's actually kind of crazy the documentary is also hosted by this lady called elizabeth vargos vargos vargas yeah, Var- yeah. Var- Var- i said vargas vargas mm-hmm. yeah. she's a journalist um and she, it's kind of like there's a narrator but then yeah. there's also her who's host it's, it's weird it was weird yeah it's weird trying to get the balance between it the two it, exactly it kind of reminds me of you know this influencer of soho one that we did okay. and it was kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. that kind of yeah it was just a bit weird it's more like a special than a documentary yes yeah, yeah do you get what i, I mean? don't know whether or not they got the balance properly but we'll we'll get yeah that. exactly mm. it was interesting so the documentary opens in atlanta georgia 2014 with a police interview recording i um met up with a guy that i ran off of okay cupid it's like a dating online dating okay do you know his name Yes, Zach, Z-A-C-H. Okay. Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. And so we meet the detective who was conducting the interview. His name is Ronald Sluss, right? And so he's here today in the documentary telling us about this victim whose name is Gillian. Now, Gillian is here with us in the documentary, but she doesn't want to be shown, right? So, like, we don't... It's not like a whole black shadow. You know, I hate the whole black yeah. shadow distorted voice. So we just kind of see the back of her and exactly. we just hear her voice. Exactly, um, exactly. So you, can, you can't tell who she is, but you can tell that someone's there and they're yeah. talking, right? 
So now we learn about what happened to Gillian, okay? So it's like we get straight into it. We just get straight into it. So she does mention she's now she's newly married. Yes. Yeah. Is something that she does say. Mm-hmm. And obviously she was on OkCupid. Okay yes. And I've actually never heard of OkCupid. Okay I have. I don't think it's a us thing. I think it's a I think it's thing. more of a US kind yeah, of thing. I think it's, I don't think so we, she's there telling yeah, us about, I don't you know, she joined OkCupid. Okay she sees this fine, young, tall gentleman. Mate. Can you remember what his app His was screen again? name was, was Midwest is Best 13. That was kind of giving me MAGA vibes. But, so, so, you know? first of all, <laughs> first of all, so then he reaches out to her basically and he's like, hey, you know, my name is Zach Anderson and they're talking, they're getting on, you know, they they decide to meet up. This is normal. This is quite normal. Within the few days, the conversation is flowing. So I think, okay, cool, let's exactly. meet up. And, and, and this makes sense because like, you know, what you don't want is you're chatting to someone on a dating app and then like it just is going nowhere. They want to use you for pen pal. Um, don't so let anything be easy for pen pal. To it's be like, talking for weeks and weeks and weeks. So what are we doing here? So where are we? Where are we going here? So they meet up. Like at this point, nothing is wrong. It's fine, right? And I just want to also highlight they meet up during the daytime in a busy restaurant. Let's let's let's, no, let's start from just there. Just put a pin in that. Just yeah, yeah. put a pin in that. It's daytime. Nice busy restaurant. Everything. In, I think they said Midtown. I've been to Atlanta, so nice part. Midtown. Yeah cool it's like everything that one thing that we learn about all the women in this documentary is that they do everything as they're supposed to do mm. and this is why the whole idea of like victim blaming is so very stupid mm. because it's like it doesn't matter if you do everything right if someone wants to do madness they're going to do madness they'll do it they're nothing going to. is stopping them exactly so. so we see pictures of zach he's six foot four and he just looks like no, any, he looks white like guy. Average any white american, guy you know, Literally, any tall, american he looks like an american smile. he looks like an american white guy yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then the one of the benefits or pluses with him is like there's no baggage right so no kids no previous mar- marriages like he's just a lot of people's type right yeah. he's just a general and just that's that what guy. she says you know he was per- he was a perfect gentleman it was perfect just literally just some any guy right no red flags no red flags well, there's no red going flags to... sometimes but that's mm. a red flag okay, no red, red flag, flag. <laughs> <is> a red <laughs> flag <laughs> so they meet up in the middle of the day as um ugo was saying and like they got on really really well and then he even he even suggests they take a picture together um and so she sends a picture um, to her friend so and there they have it they show us a selfie you know and I'm like he suggested knowing what you're going to do yeah he suggested you it. suggested it and so do you know what another thing that's crazy is because like then you let your guard down a bit mm. right you, you just feel think... really relaxed like cool we've taken exactly. a picture together she even said she sent it to her friends exactly exactly so and you know, I was like tell your friend something I said, and then it's like it, even when when you, you go on dates with guys on apps yeah it's like okay cool screenshot here's his profile cool mm-hmm. here's his number cool mm-hmm. live location like <sighs> So we see the picture. Obviously, they blur her face out because she doesn't want to be seen. He's there, but beaming. He's there, beaming, beaming, smiling, smiling, smiling. She smiling. says she goes. So they have you know one two drinks. She goes to the toilet. Mm. She comes back. They continue on. It's going really mm-hmm. well. And then and she feels comfortable as well. She, she makes really a point to say, "Look, like I actually feel comfortable." Because mm. for you to leave your drink or your food or whatever and go to the toilet with someone that you just met, you feel comfortable. Yeah. Because you know sometimes people are a bit creepy and you feel mm. a bit. Mm, it's like, "Okay, I'm taking my drink with me, or I'm ordering a new one." Yeah, sort of but thing, she didn't yeah. think anything of it. She didn't think anything. So the date of it. goes on for a few hours. Yeah, the and it's daytime. And then her um, last thing she remembers is basically having a great time with Zach. My next memory is waking up on my doorstep. I was slumped up against my door outside of my condo and I didn't have my keys. I looked in the parking lot. My car wasn't there. I um, panicked. I, I was hurting, but 
all of a sudden, I kind of felt this wetness. I knew something was going on down there. I knew something horrible had happened. One minute, she's at the restaurant with Zach. Enjoying Next minute. Having a good time. Next thing, she is, I think she said in her, they said condominium, that's their apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's like outside. Her doorstep. Slumped up against her door, basically. Like, as in not with it. Like, she hasn't got her keys. She no her, her car isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's like, what the fuck? And she's bleeding. Yeah, and so she feels sore, and she's like, mm, "Something is wrong." So she goes to a hotel nearby. I don't even know how she managed. Do you know to what even actually I found really eerie is that they did show us the footage. There was lots of security cameras. There was so much footage. Very eerie. I've just seen her look like she's just stumbling just discombobula- around, just discombobulated. Yeah, like she just looks that was like she's so all eerie. Herself. Just seeing, watching the image, and, just and, the images. and because of CCTV as well, there's like no footage. So you're mm. just looking at it. It kind of reminded me of like you know um, Netflix Unsolved Mysteries. They have okay. that like the, so many Those times. Are, that's always a bit more yeah. scary, isn't so it? When you times. see. Yeah, you see the the CCTV footage. And you're like, what the hell happens? Mm. Like, and what's even more shocking is that um, I think they said a security guard kind of tried to guide her because she was trying to walk up the parking the ramp yeah. and everything. Yeah, and I think he then helped put her in a taxi. Exactly. That's so how think, she ended up. Thank God home. that he was exactly. there. Exactly. But then it's like in those situations, like you're probably just looking at her thinking, oh, this girl's drunk. She's just drunk, you know. And it's but... like that's it's terrifying because then the next day she emails Zach and she's kind of like, hey, like you know what happened like she didn't remember drinking so much that she would be drunk and zach is like yeah like you were fine you were fine they and just then, had one kiss that's what according happens to him because she snitch. asked that's him it. she says to him did look like happen? did anything physical happen and basically what she's trying to say is did we have sex because why do i feel sore mm. like why in um, like my vulva area is feeling mad sore like i don't really get why that would happen if we didn't have sex yeah and he's like no we didn't like we just kissed yeah and see, he's just acting normal like okay cool um fine like something weird happened but i don't think it's anything to do with zach right Mm -hmm. and so she goes to the authorities who investigate and we see again more cctv footage of her um and she's just like walking around and just on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. and then we don't see her for a bit yeah and then an hour later we see her getting out of zach's car so it's kind of like hmm Mm. Hmm. So that's a, that's a big gap that he has missed exactly. out. This smells fishy. Exactly, and it's like that means that you saw me again after you say that you didn't see me. So interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the detective is like, we know that sex happened, right? But she can't remember it, mm-hmm. and we know that Zach stayed in that area, area. because of mm-hmm. the cell phone records. And so Jillian, um, as Uga said before, like ends up getting a cap, and that's how she gets to her doorstep. So it's all very weird, like, it's all very and strange. also like it's terrifying for Jillian because it's like, how would you just have hours of your life that you just don't know about? So now we meet Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Kelly had the basically the same thing happen to her. So she met him two years earlier. Yeah, she meets this guy on OKCupid. Okay so before his name was Midwest's Best or Magal, he had whatever another it was, one. Yeah. This one is Tall Guy Eleven, right? And surprise, surprise, obviously is Zach. Yeah, it's like I get your tall that boy trying to make your personality you're like relax. Do you know what I mean, like your tall gate, like what else? <laughs> you know, what else, it's a bit. What else it's a bit do, mm. So um, they go on a date, and then they get into his car, and so okay trigger warning because this is actually terrifying and like when i was watching this i was just like what the fuck like they go on a date they get into his car and they are still in the car park in his car still outside mm-hmm. a busy bar mm-hmm. right so while they're in the car park like he tries to kiss her and she's like yeah like cool i was on it like, she was, I was on it she wanted to kiss him. fine exactly but, but then the next part which he starts is getting very vibes he starts getting very very aggressive mm-hmm. and then he ends up raping her in the car mm-hmm. in the car park busy i was just like bar. what and Kelly's like, I am so sorry this happened to you because this shouldn't this shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And she gets out of the car and she doesn't want to report it to the police, but she's like, I want to do something. You're right. This is so the part goes, where so she, yeah, so yeah, she's she the goes one back that, to that send goes the to email. OK Cupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, listen, like this guy, this is his username. Like, 
and then she doesn't hear anything back nothing happens right eventually she reports it to the police but she doesn't press charges mm-hmm. because the police are basically like and this pissed me anyway, this actually this is the bit that really annoyed me because i was this like pissed me off. this okay. pissed me off okay they say that he passed a lie detector test and what and so this man is a predator and so we all know, yeah. That's what plan. I'm saying. But does a lie detector test even stand up in court? No, it's not admissible in court. So that's what I don't understand. One, two documented your understanding. It's not admissible. So I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I that, feel like that was very just, confusing. That part. Yeah, I feel that like they didn't just, even investigate a bit further. They didn't. Mm. They just didn't want to do their job. Yeah. So now, two years later, Kaylee gets a call about this guy, and she knows she's like, I just knew at some mm-hmm. point in my future that so- it was going to come up again. Exactly, he was going to do it again. This guy exactly. And if something had been done before, you know, we wouldn't be here right now. So, um, the Atlanta investigators are basically clocking that Zach Anderson has done something to Jillian. Mm-hmm. And so they say to her, oh, just stop talking to him, right? Okay. And then they're like, oh, actually, his name isn't even Zach Anderson. It's Devin it's Hartman. Not only is his name Devin Hartman, he's married. Not only is he married, he has three children. Not imagine? only does he have three children. How do you even have he time? He has also a fiance. How do you have time? Are you jobless? I just, I'm just trying to understand how he managed to do all of this. Are you jobless? I don't get it. I was like, no, but but do you actually work? Because how do you have time to have a wife, a fiance, three children, and a bunch of victims? A bunch of other victims. And the crazy part is that um, he was very active on a site called Massage Troll. I had a little Google. Oh, did you go on A little look into it. <laughs> Massage Troll, we thank God, it does not exist anymore. Mm. Um, a few years ago, it used to be kind of the rival to Craigslist. I don't know if you've ever heard of Craigslist. Uh, right, Craigslist right, right, used right, to right. have some, you know, fishy, fishy some characters. deviant kind of fishy goings on on there and so this was it was seized by federal authorities i found out in 2018 so there's a lot of sex trafficking so it was a key yeah that's what i'm saying when i was looking at that it's like black black yeah a lot of black black market stuff going on there sex trafficking going on there eliciting um sex on there so he was real active on so even okay cupid and all that is even just tame for him Mm -hmm, that's even mm -hmm. light work compared to this yeah, that's why. Well, thank you for doing that research because I was not about I to. I had a little look. So, but fact, yes, it's been closed down. Praise, so. praise Jesus. Cribbler's <laughs> next. So, um, Devin slash Zach gets arrested and then the media gets a hold of the story, right? Yeah. So, the detectives are getting a bunch of calls and so many more victims come through, basically confirming that he is what we suspect, a serial rapist. Yep. Yeah. So, basically he was he is. active on several sites. He's on all that. And the thing is, of course, ma- of course you're going to be because yeah. you're trying to increase your chances yeah. of finding victims. How, but again, in my notes, another time I put, do you not have, do you not have a job? Through me, when I said that he had thousands of logons over the years, that made sense. How? Of course, of course. Because thousands of logons. I feel like that's like just like opening up, how many times do you open up the app? Of course it was thousands. Of course thousands it was thousands. And hun- like, he spoke to over a hundred different women. That's that's real work right there. A hundred different women. It's Whilst you're married, with you've got three children and a fiance on the side. What? I don't know. Make it make sense. It's like if you just channeled this dedication into something good, yeah. That's what I'm who knows Put what your you could have done? Into something, into who, business, into uh, you know. Who no? Even into gym, you would have been a bodybuilder <laughs> or something. So now we see clips from Devin Hartman's mm. trial, right? And so his lawyer says something that really pissed me off. Like I literally kissed my teeth as I was watching it. There is physical evidence that she had sex, but there is no physical evidence that she was right. And actually, it's kind of like. Can you shut the fuck up? Because now, Devin... Because if you remember before, he said to her, nothing happened. Nothing yeah. sexual happened. They just kissed. So, okay? which is a lie. And so, now you're trying to say, mm-hmm. oh, they had consensual sex. So then why did you deny that you had sex in the first place? Yeah. Why did you just say it was one kiss? Exactly. When you were there, you came back, you were there, the car was there, there's evidence your phone was there. You guilty. So, where did this consensual sex come from? What, what, what are you talking about? Because you could have just said when she asked, oh, yeah, we had sex. But you didn't That's say it. that, did you? And you didn't have sex because you're a rapist, so you raped her. 
waste man. So they find him guilty, mm-hmm. praise God. And I think this is the best part of the documentary because he's now currently serving two consecutive life sentences as we speak. And I was like, do you know what? I didn't realise that rapists could go to jail for that long, but thank the Lord. Yeah. Praise Jesus. That was just, and also, yeah. imagine being his wife and his fiance and his children. I know. Impossible. This is shocking. You're literally living a lie. This man has come to bring shame. To your whole family. Shame to your house. So now we're in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. right? And we meet this lady called Mary Kate Beckman, right? So she works in real estate. Life is good, but then suddenly her partner dies, right? And it's really, really sad. Um, But then, you know, she starts dating, okay? And she ends up meeting this man on Match.com. His name is Wayne Ridley, okay? And so, like, Mary Googles him, as we are always told to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't do, see anything do wrong. Your, do your research. You know? Exactly. Nothing pops up. Everything's fine. So they meet up for their first date and she does what we all do. She tells her friend about it. She says where we are, backup plans, like extraction plans. Like, oh, if I text you this, call me. Do you know then, All yeah. the things that we, but some, every, every, all the every things woman that women I've known, do to keep ourselves safe. Everyone does this, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like a nice little date. It's cute. And they it have a couple well, more dates. Go on a few. Yeah. And then um, she gets turned off because he's a bit overbearing and controlling. And she's like, yeah, this is not for me. And so that, again, red flag like she sees did they it even say she locks it, it was it just 10 days like 10 days she calls, calls they were chatting for they were chatting for 10 days yeah about 10 days so she they were chatting for, they were chatting for 10. kind of breaks it down like you know what it's not really working out all the best she's like i'm not on it right you know but then he starts getting mad mm. and then she's like you know what fuck it I'm, i've already told you how it feels so i'm mm-hmm. hearing it yeah cool Mary moves on and then three months later something happens okay now Mary doesn't actually remember any of this which I think is probably for the best but the police basically tell her what happened Mm -hmm. and also I don't know maybe there's like CCTV I don't know but um, she gets out of her car she's home she gets out of the car she has her keys in her hand and she hears something behind her and she screams and her neighbour hears this and calls 911 911 emergency I heard a noise outside and I saw the guy lucky that the neighbor was there to maybe witness some of this exactly and so basically wayne stabs mary with a butcher knife and so we see pictures of the crime scene he stabs her 10 times until the knife broke right and as if that wasn't enough he stomps on her head so imagine just imagine like the force and the rage and like to the break madness. the blade mm-hmm. into you do you know what a butcher's knife is it's crazy like this is not a tablespoon or a table knife or whatever the fuck yeah butter knife yeah so no one thinks that it's Wayne okay mm-hmm. they think that they have no idea they, they just think it's a random attack because on why her would somebody you've been dating for 10 days be this mad at you for no longer well, dating them so no, so no one, no one thinks <laughs> mate <laughs> anything is possible so at this point three weeks pass mm-hmm. before the detectives get a lead and that lead is all the way in Phoenix Arizona where Anne Simonson is killed now Anne Simonson is attacked in the same way that Mary was. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that they had in common was they both dated Wayne Ridley. But the thing is that she even came to say they dated three years ago. Three years ago, she was dating this guy. Listen, we actually get into into this because this is, I mean, by any definition, a grudge, right? Because the police arrest him. And we see his interrogation in Phoenix, right? They have no idea about Mary in Vegas. This is all about Anne Simonson. So Wayne confesses to Anne's murder, right? He just said outright. I was even like, there's no shame, no nothing. He's like, yeah, well. And, this, and so, and so I, I mean, I'm not going to go into details about everything he did to her yet because it was just very, very mm. crazy, very, very mad. But he basically said that he only hurt people that had hurt him. Yeah. And it's like, so by rejecting you that they, do you, have you seen this? Um, There was this clip here yeah, going around on Twitter of basically like how um, like our generation of men, a mm. lot of them are more and more lonely. And because yes, of that, I did see it's that. more risky because yeah. they're more likely to do. And I'm just like. But why do you feel entitled to do that? I'm no just one like, you anything. And you know what? I feel like, 
okay, there's so many women who are single around our age, and it's do like you think, are we they don't go angry? around. It might be a, a young men are trash now and get, but are we going? <laughs> but to are we killing? <laughs> are we going to kill anybody? My whole thing was like, I feel what? like I feel like women have um community. Yeah, mm. like we have like sisters. We support friends, each other. There's a sisterhood. There's so there's, much more than yeah. just romance or like, oh yes, superficial friendships. Mm-hmm. And all of that is like so important, just as part of your life anyway, yeah. regardless of if you're in a relationship or not. And I feel like if if men are having like such shallow friendships and they're not really able to like be vulnerable, then or it just it translates into anger, into violence. Exactly. And the thing is, what shocked me is Wade went to go and use a machete. Can you imagine? Not only did he use a machete, this man had a kill list. Do you know what? Can we talk about the kill list? Because he, yeah, basically is telling, I mean, and he's a chatty patty in it because he all was of there this talking, unprovoked talking. singing Just like listen, a canary. Singing. Thank singing God he didn't like deny it because he was there singing. On the kill list was Anne um, and his ex-wife, her new boyfriend and Mary, yeah. And so he tells them about Mary because Mary happened in Vegas. Yeah, and she they had no attack. idea about they wouldn't this. Have so known. This wasn't linked before, but then he they, they wouldn't go, have known. He goes to go and confess. They wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have known mm-hmm. at all. So our narrator is basically telling us that like Wayne had a criminal rec- record before he even killed Anne and before he attacked Mary. And like he met both of them on Match.com, right? And they were both quite similar. They were older kind of women and they were both realtors, which was quite interesting Yeah, which is well. yeah. I don't so know if that was like a happy coincidence or like... Or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. It was really strange. It was really strange that actually. But um, because... Um, all these apps they don't require any information about like previous convictions or whatever mm. like he was able to that's kind of how he was able to he yeah and the thing is i'm not saying that oh because you've gone to jail or made a mistake in life like you can't date or you can't whatever yeah. you discriminate but, against you. but if it's a violent crime against women women should be able to make that informed choice by yeah, themselves exactly if it's a violent crime against women like, i believe that i should be able to know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then at least i can say that i knew yeah do you Definitely. know what I mean? Or I took extra precautions. I don't know because if someone like stole a little bit or robbed a little bank or something, like okay, no. cool. Maybe oh, okay. you know you need Might to work on your technique my purse next time. A bit more, mm. but violent crimes against women, assaulting women, stalking women, harassing women. We Perhaps need to, I we need to know, to know that. that. Exactly. We need to know that. We, need, we really need to know that. What was so annoying is he was there playing victim. Saying, I wanted <laughs> her to pay for her attitude and all these kind of things. I'm like, are you okay? Well, well, please like not. You. Clearly is not, but he sang like a canary. People are like people are, people are allowed crimes. to not like you. It's okay. People are allowed to. They're actually allowed to not like you. But the good news is he gets sentenced to twenty eight to seventy years in prison, which is the maximum sentence. Mm-hmm. And so we meet the judge, Abby Silver. And She's she in the documentary. Explains, and she basically yeah. is like, you know, do you know what? Like one of the things we have to consider is is this person going to be a danger to society? And like absolutely. Absolutely. Is. absolutely. <laughs> There's no question. Absolutely. Do you know what? Is. To use a machete. Where did you even get a machete from? Where did you find a machete? Where did you find a machete? Do you know what it is? When people shoot people, yeah, obviously that's wrong as well, yeah. But I feel like That's from just, afar, but so, coming to personally even, come forward. I just to, feel like it's pa- it's not passive, but like it's almost like it's a bit more removed, yeah, you think. It's a bit, a bit more, more removed. Kind of, when you're stabbing somebody, yeah. You have to I've get never done in it, yeah. But like you have to be close to them and mm. you have to put in forwards. It's not a little poke poke here you and there you have like, to 10 times with intention breaking butcher's knives mm-hmm. like you have to act you tried do you know what I mean like you actually tried mm-hmm. and I just, to me I'm just like yeah babes like you're, you're fucked and that's crazy and you should not be around anybody else but sadly what happens so before that happens yeah he has to face trial okay for the murder of Anne Simonson but he dies by suicide in his jail cell, which is really annoying. It's because really like, annoying. I really wanted There's him no to like, justice suffer. For the no justice, no peace. At all. Literally. Chickened out, killed himself. Chickened out. And it's like, I just, I just, I just think that like, I wish that you, I wish that you could like have lived mm, to suffer. To suffer. For and just did. see, yeah. And pay for your crimes. Mary was in the hospital for months recovering. 
and you know what as well it's not even just the physical scars it's like mary like the trauma think she about was it fresh out you know widow Fan. wanted to look for love and romance she and did that's nothing what wrong up, that's what they you know it promised yeah. for her you're not thinking that you're going to go and get yeah. attacked on attacked. your doorstep and it's like literally on your doorstep where you're supposed to go to feel safe feel safe like every time now that she gets out the car and I like can't even live there keys. no more honestly I can't, I can't honestly honestly it's just so it's like look at what you've taken from people and then you went and now you've, you've, you've peacefully died mm-hmm. no piss off so now we're in the part of the documentary where we get into the idea of accountability mm-hmm. right because who is responsible for this because obviously Wayne is responsible for his actions Absolutely. but also could Match.com have known could they have prevented this and Mary's lawyer is kind of like and told everyone that Wayne was dangerous and violent but no one could prove that Match.com that's, that knew was the it. issue and mm-hmm. I, I Although in this part, I feel like he was a bit hazy with what the evidence was. Yeah. And he was saying that he, you know, he... Because they can't prove they that Match.com They couldn't prove it. Knew. And it was a bit... And that and that was the issue that yeah. he, they couldn't prove that there was evidence that he had done yeah. things like this before and that he, and, and Match.com also, had been warned Because about it's like, it. I can say, oh yeah, I told Ugo something mm. here, but I can't prove that Ugo knew that something. Yeah. That Ugo, Ugo, but Ugo they needed, say no. they couldn't get into the emails and things like that. I think if they were able to do that, then they would have a lot more evidence to go on. But... Yeah, but it was, it, was, it was just weird. I mean, he tries to go up against them, mm. but he runs into this thing called section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which states, An interactive computer service cannot be held liable for content that a third party creates so basically people can sue an individual right but they They can't for example if i say oh i think ugo shit yeah ugo can sue me but she can't sue twitter yeah just because i tweeted it do you know what i mean that's the thing so i can see how it helps exactly because otherwise none of these companies are gonna because boy they'll be suing non-stop none of them are gonna survive none of them would survive survive. so i can see where where it makes sense but then when you get these kind of cases sort it out man like come on there must be like there must be like you know like i don't know like a a scale or a spectrum or like something yeah where there's some some sort of accountability accountability so the other thing that was quite interesting i didn't realize so the match group actually owns there's bear of them in lots of Tinder, different dating okay, sites Cupid, plenty of That's fish bear. yeah i counted up to 10 they were There's showing bear. the screen and bear them i had never heard of yeah and they were saying i think it, they were raking in 1.7 billion yeah yeah do you have to pay for match.com i don't know actually i know mm, i know with certain most... services that you um you can get um when you pay for certain things, you get special matches or you get to do certain oh. stuff. So maybe that's where they make their money. But yeah, because I've never paid for a dating service in my I've life. I've never paid for it. People are the currency, is it's what like I ads. say. But we are get, all the get, currency. We don't get ads on dating um, apps, do you? No, but I feel like they use... So I was oh, they sell your at, data. They sell your data. Okay, okay And they okay. use your data for lots of different things. So I've only been a hinger. Yeah, same. Um, I used Tinder for two hours. I saw that is not my market and it is not <laughs> I was on, for um, me. I went on, but I was on Bumble for a bit. Okay. That was a bit, I don't know, it was just a bit like, because Bumble, I think Bumble were trying That's... to do the whole like meet friends and stuff. Okay. But not really though, because it was still like a dating. It's still like a dating kind Bumble of thing. I haven't weird. used, yeah, is that the one weird. where the women make the choices? Is that I another one? I think so. Where the I women like. I don't remember. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I've done the whole hinging. I'm sure a lot of people have done the hinging, especially during lockdown. Mate. That was what? very interesting. When I was on hinging, yeah. you could, there was like certain things that you could like hype for example was on there like just for everyone there was a lot and but I, then I, they made it a premium thing yeah, and now they made now it all a premium to... kind of thing yeah so now like, you can only wow. pick out like, the basics but now if you pay that money every month i said it's not even that deep it's not for that me. deep it's, it's not, yeah it's not that deep for it's me let me manage fine. the basics that i it's can do fine. 
when Jesus and says that's... yes, no one can say no. So it's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, so basically they're arguing that they, Match.com and the whole group are arguing that they're not liable. Of course they're going to. And the thing is though, even if they knew that Wayne was a killer, yeah, the CDA Act protects them. Yeah. So it protects them so it doesn't it doesn't even really matter so it's kind of like what are we even arguing about what are we because, arguing about yeah because this act protects them so um the argument is that these companies could do more to protect the people who use the site but there's no incentive to do so because this act protects them yeah. so it's kind of like mate we're just going to continue what's the chances yeah. of this even really happening but really if this happens to one person that's one person it too can many. happen to yeah, any, that's yeah, one person too many and it could happen to anyone mm. else so the documentary ends now with our detective basically saying that uh, online dating isn't inherently bad or evil, but the dangerous part is the unknown and not knowing who we're meeting up with. And I do think that like online dating can be scary, but then also like so is normal dating. Like so is yeah, and so is meeting what? strangers. It's crazy. Even though I know there's there's so much danger out there, it did make me kind of sit up a bit and think actually, yeah. anyone can pretend to be, be anyone. Anyone, yeah. Yeah. Anyone can be, pretend to be anyone. And I think what kind of scared me as well is the women, they took the precautions, they told their friend exactly. where they were, exactly. etc. They had the selfies exactly. and all this kind of stuff. That didn't stop the men on the exactly. other side. And the thing is that sometimes, acts. sometimes it's like you like are trying to prevent something from happening. But like it might still happen. Mm, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Thing. And it's like you can do everything possible. But if somebody wants to do something, they will go and, and do it. And then also, it, it's not even it. just someone that you meet online. You can meet someone in a bar. It you can, can meet anyone at the shop. You can meet, liking. It can and, be a mutual friend so, of someone else. Mm-hmm. And and so, like I think, yeah, it's just it's just really really scary. It's just terrifying, especially now that like dating apps are really how I, I met my boyfriend on a dating app. And it's like, are we using he, the same dating app? Could, um, <laughs> are we using the same one? I'm not trying to give him no, no shine, <laughs> but it rhymes with cringe. But yeah, no, so like, I, yeah, fam, that was back in the day. I don't know what happened there anymore. But, I don't know if it's the same one anymore. Fam, but. I don't I don't know. Like, I just think you can meet someone anywhere mm. and they could be a mad person. Mm-hmm. Or they could be perfectly fine. And they can be perfectly fine. So we just never know. So so I don't know, man. Like, just I don't even know what advice to give, but just men are trash, basically. Is, is, just, is, yeah, is. we just have to be. <laughs> Extra vigilant, extra vigilant and just really checking with our friends our friends know where we where we are ensuring i think it's really important especially on the first few dates they don't know where you live yeah not going anywhere near my house yeah i mean but you know did you see that tiktok of that girl who was like oh like, i expect you to come and pick me up from my house i said i understand like having your standards and stuff yeah but i don't but want you to know where i, don't I, live. To know where I live what are you right? until I, I, until I see you're a normal human being yeah. i don't want you to know where i live why 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 would you why would you know where i live nah so that's a note from me so yeah that's it for this documentary now it's time for the real crime i think was the beard our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider to be a crime do you want to go first or shall i go you go let me hear your part so the real crime i think was wayne uh, and his crimson chin because why (laughs) was your chin like that (laughs) why and you know what people always say oh don't speak ill of the dead but like the dead was a dickhead in it and he was absolutely dickhead he was dangerous and he is better that he's not here Mm -hmm. i just wish that he had suffered so that he would have been in prison for longer and like really felt the the really error of his ways. The error of his ways in prison, reflecting on it for that, for the, for, for the, all those years, for those seventy years. He didn't <laughs> but sadly, he, uh, he did not. He did the easy way out. Yeah. Um, what about you? So I was having to think there, but do you know who kind of got on my nerves? It was the Match.com lawyer. 
And I think his name was Michael Chia. Come on, Michael. I just was not enjoying. So obviously the judge was obviously expressing like, do you yeah. know what? How many dangers there are? Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't there, you know, yeah. sites be held accountable? And mm. I know obviously it's his job. I just was yeah. not feeling his vibe. Yeah. He, there was a lot of kind of victim blaming. He's on the wrong side of history. He was on the wrong side of history yeah. for me. And I know yeah. I know it's his job, but I just wasn't feeling it. So I, I know it's his job, the, but it shouldn't be his job. Yeah. He needs to do true. better. Yeah, no. I don't 100%. know how he was sleeping at night, but 100%. do you know what? I'm I sure they're wonder, paying well. I wonder with like defense attorneys, because like sometimes I think to myself, like, okay, if you are a prosecutor, like versus a defense attorney, yeah. it's kind of like, would you rather put an innocent man in jail or keep a guilty man out? That's, That's really thing. what I you're deciding wonder. between. You know and what? I, I, I don't know. Putting an innocent man in jail is fucked, which is what you could potentially do, do as I a prosecutor. Know. That's the thing. But leaving a, or, or setting a guilty man free is also fucked. It's also because another now, thing. So I wonder if they, that is something that comes to mind. I don't know. I think that thing. with all these cases and stuff, it's really just about what story you can paint, what mm-hmm. picture you can paint, mm-hmm. and like what is the jury going to believe yeah. or what makes the most sense mm-hmm. in terms of like as a story. Yeah. And I think it must get to a point where, like, as a lawyer, you just kind of like make. You just go job. with it. So I don't know whether the money talks. I know, yeah, yeah prosecutors etc. Do make it probably bank, bank in America, especially they make bank. bank. So I don't know. You know what? He was doing his job, but he I, he, his I job, had a serious side eye when I was watching him defending yeah. Yeah. the behavior on there. Yeah. And kind of cancelling the liability that Match.com had. Exactly. But, There's one bit what? where he said something like, "Oh, like obviously, like I know it's unfortunate, but like this is the logical. This is this is the logical thing." And I'm yeah. just thinking, men love to come and bring up logic, mm-hmm. logic, logic. What are you talking? What about? are you talking about? Like, what this are you instant? talking about? Maybe if you said it's people legal, have died, or it's people have been assaulted. Yeah, I don't know. It was just it was a weird. Yeah, it was, it was a weird documentary. But I, yeah, it was. Is it going to make you less likely to use dating sites? Not necessarily, but yeah. I think it's just being a lot more vigilant mm-hmm. as to what could happen, but it's just ensuring those steps are in place. And, yeah. I, and that's what the women did. And I do feel what? like women do that anyway. Women do that anyway. I Naturally, like we'll do, do that, that. Anyway. We're very protective. We'll let our friends exactly. know. Exactly. So, Live location, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just think it's it's just something we just need to have at the back of our mind. Yeah. It definitely made me sit up a bit. It's surprisingly not something I thought about that on an online date that there'll yeah. be some weirdo pretending to be somebody else but and like drugging you and drugging you do you remember that um, there was a snap ages ago mm. and basically like this girl it was like at a festival yeah mm. and she was holding like one of them red cups it was like an open cup yes and she's like dancing and there's, dancing, some, and and there's some, some guy in the background puts a pill in her yes. drink and the thing is yeah I watched that video so many times it wasn't till like the, the third or fourth time that I clocked that you clocked the guy it. just a and sly I was like, like that and then he'll now watch you for the rest mm. of that terrifying it's very terrifying terrifying it is because and it just happens just like that like that i've actually had my drink spikes before stop it luckily this is a good few years ago luckily i was with my one of my really good friends and we like when we're out somewhere it was one of our friend's birthday yeah when we're out Where together, was we stick together this is in yeah. london so this was in like a hotel it was a, a birthday event that was there no, you know no. where there's lots of tables and yeah kind of yeah thing. yeah and our table was kind of near the dj booth so you know we're kind of dancing yeah you're front. having a good time we had left our cups on the side yeah, and yeah. we had nearby you know, the henny was it. there yeah. the <laughs> drinks the were flowing <laughs> And I, all I remember, all we both remember, luckily we always stick together. All we remember is just, remember having a good time with yeah, yeah. You know, fingers at the dun, front, dun, dun, dun. you know, uns, uns. dancing, doing uns, uns. I think it was some funky house, Come getting, on. Like, you know, all this kind of stuff. Bubbly, bubbly. Yeah, and all of a sudden we're in my house. We wake up, my friend doesn't have a phone. That's terrifying. Very terrifying. We're trying to retrace our steps. She doesn't have her phone. I'm looking at my Google Maps. Um, I always leave my Google location on. Okay. And I could see that, we were kind of going up and down. It was just very like hazy. Wondering. We don't remember anything. We then go back 
there. We're both feeling very weird, really thirsty. We don't remember anything. Don't remember getting home. Don't remember leaving the dance. Don't remember hours. Just just a complete blank. block and That's crazy. blank. We trace our steps. We go to the venue. We kind of we look at the CCTV. Kind of sees us kind of going up and down, but we're yeah. together. We're together. We go yeah. to the toilet. We go to somewhere else, and then I'm when I, as I'm tracking tracking my location, I see okay, we went to a food shop that was yeah. across the road. Yeah. Had the phone. But it was, thank me and my girl, we stuck together because we don't remember that is one crazy. thing, just that a whole block. Crazy. And then for the last, the few days after, we just felt off. Did you get like little like bits of memory like, just coming bit through? Just random flashes, like not remembering. Just um, looking at just us zigzagging like up and down, aimlessly. Don't remember, I don't know how we got home. Did no you watch idea. Um, I May Destroy You? I did, I did. When she got spiked in the thing yeah. and it literally, I was like, this is And it terrifying. just, it can happen to anyone. Literally, literally anyone and that was us just having a good time at our friend's birthday and like that's best case scenario that nothing mad happens that we just stuck that like you can see us together just holding hands walking up just a bit disoriented walking up and down we went to the toilet went to think do not even know how i got to my house just there both of us woke up like what happened that's so scary and that is me being with my friends so I yeah, can't imagine, imagine your own. you're on your own you're spiked so I really do feel for and it's despicable anyone man. that spikes drinks or does anything like that sort you out man jail sort you out literally jail. Under, under the jail jail oh but yeah Sorry. man so next week I'll be back with another amazing guest while Forens is on her hiatus hiatus you know hiatus and we'll be covering the real bling ring Hollywood heist basically so I don't know if you've if you've heard of this documentary it's about this no, like group me. of teenagers who like rob celebs like they rob their houses yeah okay it's a true story yeah so it's on channel 4 as well I promise you guys this is not is this not in America or here America okay. it's like Hollywood Hills okay. yeah, yeah, and me. they're robbing houses yeah and they're like just any teenagers some any really? guys yeah so it's on my UK girlies is on channel four for anyone not in the UK. It's on Netflix, but just set your VPN to America and it'll be there. Um, yeah, so it's three episodes. We're going to cover it in one and I'll play the trailer for you at the end. But in the meantime, you can find us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, la la la, two girls, one doc, uh, TikTok, two girls, one doc podcast and two girls, one doc at gmail.com. Where can they find you? Do you want them to find you? Yeah, you do. They you can do? find me. Yeah. So I'm a big foodie. So you can find me on my food page, which is all things food, lifestyle, enjoyment, clink, mm-hmm. clink. What's if that? You're, if you're into it, you can find me at what underscore E V eats. So that's where you can find me. Let me know if you've stumbled across, um, stumbled across from me from here. Let me know. Yeah, honestly, so. like and she, she, when I say clink clink babe, real clink clink babe. If you two are clink clink babe, <laughs> if you are a brunch babe, it's a bit of you. So yeah, there's lots of good suggestions on there. So do give me a follow. I'm also on TikTok with this exact same app. So what underscore Evie eats? Yeah, oh, I love. Do you know how many times on TikTok I'm like, oh, a restaurant in London Bridge, a restaurant in Canary Wharf, and then just like going through and like looking and seeing. Especially when you're abroad. Yeah, when you're like, abroad, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, where am I gonna where am I yeah. gonna go? I think TikTok's amazing for that. But... People are saying it's like replacing Google for like the Gen Z and that. And I found myself looking at yeah, certain same. things, yeah. yeah I, I, I yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Just seeing like the real footage and what people and it's like think real about people's, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like so more genuine. And it's right there. Like I don't have to now be searching through all these up things. Up and down and everything. Like, it's literally Can't right lie, there. It is replacing the bird app for me yeah i hear currently it. currently right now it is it. one of my favorite apps so i hear it. it took me a long time to jump on but i'm on now yeah and I i'm think, glad yeah i'm glad i belong so. there yeah <laughs> so i'm enjoying it um anything you want to say to the people then before we go guys keep listening yeah. keep sending them recommendations oh my everything. god i watched that one that you sent me on tiktok yes i watched that it one. today 
I need to watch that one. But I, when I, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, yep. They took it off, you know? Oh, they took it off? Off TikTok. Yeah, I think copyright stuff. Oh, they took okay. It off, but it's still on Amazon. Okay, so, so basically, on... there's a documentary called um, Three Mothers, Two Babies and a Scandal. Okay. Is that what it's called, right? It's Along on those Amazon, lines. I know yeah. there's Three Mothers three, two, in the one. title. Yeah. And what do you was, think um, about it? It's on recommend? it's on Prime. Yeah, mm. I would say watch it because mm-hmm. it's actually I'm gonna watch. I think that and I would love to do it. I'd love to cover it with Forens because I feel like there's so many themes there, like yeah, with I can it. imagine. And it's like, oh I think there's race come into play as well. Kind of, but not really though. It's, okay. not, it's, less, it's more in my opinion, it's are more the twins, class. Are they they're mixed race, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, but from what I got from then, it, then, okay. then, then, yeah, it's yeah. also a class. Let but not, I think, let yeah, not, maybe it would be great for forens. Yeah, but yeah, speak. give it definitely give it a watch. I'm going to. I didn't realize it has now come out. So I'm yeah, it came out the other day. Prime. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, but yeah, so I'll play the trailer for what we're covering next, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. bye. Nick Prugo and Alexis Nyers were members of a burglary ring that targeted Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and other A-list stars. It was like they went shopping in my closet. The defendants want to be famous. The attorneys want to be famous. It's like a f***ed up LA Greek tragedy. I've always been the type of person to kind of do whatever I had to get what I wanted, but I never thought in my wildest dreams that it would reach the level of criminality that it did. We were constantly going to Paris's house. It was like our personal ATM. After my house was broken into, I was the most terrified I've ever been in my entire life. They made me the bling ring leader. It's just totally not based in any reality. Get attention no matter how you get it and you will become a celebrity. Oh my God, I'm in Vanity Fair! In the 2000s, reality TV and social media has made celebrities very accessible to everybody. The interest wasn't just they targeted celebrities, it was the brazenness of keeping the clothes and wearing it themselves. Really, another unlock door. Well, we can do this again. I didn't come here to like save face. I came here to be honest. Who would you have chosen to play you in the bling ring? A super young, like, you know, maybe like a Tom Cruise. <laughs> 